Hello and welcome to Soldier, the podcast. This is episode six. And today we'll be discussing narcissism. So most of the time it's easy to spot the narcissist in the room. They're the ones who are working the crowd, loudly sharing fabulous stories that convey a sense of importance and accomplishment that they can feel admired by. Someone behaving like this tends to send out a signal to those around them that they are not approachable or compassionate. Could there be other people in the room with those same exaggerated motivations for admiration and importance, yet possibly harder to identify? Yes, in fact, there could be someone close to you who is a narcissist, but shows up in less obvious ways. So common narcissistic traits could include having a strong sense of self-importance, experiencing fantasies about fame or glory, exaggerating self-abilities, craving admiration, exploiting others, and lacking empathy. So the word narcissist is a term regularly used in common discussion to describe anyone who seems a bit self-involved. However, in terms of a clinical diagnosis, somebody needs to meet a specific criterion in order to be diagnosed with a narcissistic personality disorder. In general, people with narcissistic personality disorder are those who are preoccupied with their own success and with a grand sense of self-importance that influences their decision-making and interactions. Narcissists find it difficult to build or maintain connections with others because of their manipulative tendencies and lack of empathy. They often feel entitled and lack compassion, yet crave attention and admiration. Some elements of narcissism can be having a sense of self-importance or grandiosity, experiencing fantasies about being influential, famous and or important, exaggerating their abilities, talents and accomplishments, craving admiration and acknowledgement, being preoccupied with beauty, love, power and or success, having an exaggerated sense of being unique, believing that the world owes them something, exploiting others to get what they want no matter how it impacts others and lacking empathy towards others. So there are different types of narcissism and the next thing we're going to discuss is the covert narcissist. So what is a covert narcissist? In the field of psychology, behaviour can be described as either covert or overt. So overt behaviours are those that can be easily observed by others, such as those of the traditional narcissist described earlier. Covert behaviours, however, are those that are more subtle and a bit less obvious to others. 
A covert narcissist is someone who craves admiration and importance as well as lacks empathy towards others but can act in a different way than an overt narcissist. When considering the behaviour of narcissists, it might be hard to imagine how someone could be a narcissist and be inhibited in their approach and behaviour. A covert narcissist may be outwardly self-effacing or withdrawn in their approach, but the end goals are the same. For example, this might be described as listening to your favourite song while blasting it at full volume compared to listening to that same song on a low volume. The song itself hasn't changed, just the volume in which you are listening. So overt versus covert then. Covert narcissists are only different from overt in that they tend to be more introverted. The overt narcissist is easily identified because they tend to be loud, arrogant and insensitive to the needs of others and always thirsty for compliments. Their behaviours can be easily observed by others and tend to show up as big in a room. When we think of an overt narcissist, we could say that they demonstrate more extroverted behaviours in their interactions with others. So there's suggestion that the term covert can be misleading. So it's been stated that the term covert is often used to suggest that the covert narcissist is sneaky or that their strife for importance is not as significant as an overt. In fact, the report states that the traits of the overt narcissist and the covert narcissist are the same. Both individuals need to meet the same clinical criteria to be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder whether they are extroverted or introverted. Both have deficits in their capacity to regulate their self-esteem. Many people have fallen victim to the manipulative behaviours of a covert narcissist without realising what has happened until they are already in emotional pain. It might be more accurate to suggest that the extrovert overt narcissist would be a lot easier to see coming than the introverted covert narcissist. It's not unusual for people to find themselves in long-term relationships with covert narcissists only to be hurt by a sense of a lack of partnership or reciprocity in the relationship. So here's some signs to look for. Although there are some clinical criteria for someone to be diagnosed, there are some general traits and patterns to look for in everyday interactions if you suspect you might be dealing with a covert narcissist. Being aware of these traits can empower those who are interacting with the covert, helping them to recognise and better navigate potential unhealthy interactions. So passive self-importance. Where the more overt extrovert narcissist will be obvious in their elevated sense of self and their arrogance when interacting with others, 
the covert narcissist will be less obvious. The covert certainly craves importance and thirsts for admiration, but it can look different to those around them. They might give backhanded compliments or purposefully minimise their accomplishments or talents so that people will offer them reassurance of how talented they are. The overt narcissist will demand admiration and attention, where the covert will use softer tactics to meet those same goals. The covert narcissist will be much more likely to constantly seek reassurance about their talents, skills and accomplishments, looking for others to feed that same need for self-importance. Blaming and shaming. Shaming others is a wonderful tactic of the narcissist in order to secure their sense of an elevated position in relation to others. The overt might be more obvious in their approach to gaining leverage, such as explicitly putting you down, being rude, criticizing you, and being sarcastic. The introvert may have a gentle approach to explain why something is your fault, and they are not to blame. They might even pretend to be a victim of your behavior or engage in emotional abuse to put themselves in a position to receive reassurance and praise from you. At the end of these interactions, the goal of the narcissist is to make the other person feel small. Creating confusion. Although not always sneaky, some coverts take joy in creating confusion for someone they're interacting with. They may not engage in blaming or shaming, but instead causing people to question their perceptions and second guess themselves. Another way to create leverage between them and another person, the covert needs to use tactics like this to elevate themselves and maintain power in their position. If they can get you to question your perceptions, then this allows them the opportunity to manipulate and exploit you more. Procrastination and disregard. Because their need for self-importance reigns supreme, coverts will do whatever they need to do in order to keep the focus on themselves. So where an extroverted narcissist will blatantly push you aside or manipulate you to accomplish their goal, the covert is a professional at not acknowledging you at all. It is not a coincidence that narcissists in general tend to gravitate toward interacting with and caring and compassionate people. The covert recognises those opportunities for manipulation as well. Rather than explicitly telling you that they're not important, or that you're not important rather, they might stand you up on a date, wait until the last minute to respond to texts or emails, always show up late for events with you, or never make confirmed plans with you at all. There's no regard for your time or interests, leaving you feeling small, unimportant and irrelevant. Emotionally neglectful. Narcissists are inept at building and nurturing emotional bonds with others. How could they know how to maintain their bonds with others if their energy is always focused on themselves? The covert narcissist is no different. So although they may appear kinder and less obnoxious, they are not emotionally accessible or responsive either. 
you will likely not receive many compliments from a covert narcissist. Remembering that they are always focused on staying elevated to maintain their sense of self-importance, it's easy to understand how a covert narcissist would find it difficult to compliment you. There is usually little regard for your talents or abilities, usually. The narcissist has no regard for these things at all. Just as with overt narcissists, you'll likely find yourself doing most of the heavy emotional lifting in a relationship with the covert. Although the covert is more likely to appear emotionally accessible, it tends to be a performance and usually done with intent to exploit or eventually leave the person feeling small, though disregard blaming, through disregard blaming or shaming. Since one of the hallmark traits of narcissistic personality disorder is lack of empathy, the covert narcissist is not going to be emotionally responsive to their partner in a healthy way. Giving with a goal. In general, narcissists are not givers. They find it difficult to put energy into anything that doesn't serve them in some way. A covert narcissist might present themselves in a way that looks like they are giving but their giving behavior is only demonstrated with the intent of getting something in return. A simple everyday example could be something like putting a tip in the jar at your local coffee shop. A covert narcissist would be much more likely to put their tip in the jar when they know the barista is looking in order to help facilitate some kind of interaction that allows them to be praised for giving. What to do? You may currently be in a personal relationship with a covert narcissist, whether it be a family member, a co-worker, or your significant other. It may be helpful to note that although we cannot control what the narcissist does, we can take control of how we are behaving and interacting with them. There are certain steps that you can take to prevent yourself if having to deal with a covert narcissist. Number one, avoid taking it personally. When we are dealing with a narcissist, their manipulative behavior can feel very personal. The lack of regard, sense of entitlement, patterns of manipulation and deceptive behaviours of a narcissist can feel very personal when we are on the receiving end of their ways. No matter how painful the impact of the behaviours of a narcissist might feel in the moment, it's important to remember that it has nothing to do with you. It's okay to look at the situation and the interactions in regard to how you contribute to them. However, it's very important when dealing with a narcissist that you let them own their part. The narcissist wants you to take it personally because that is how they maintain leverage. Remember, a narcissist feels small, so they have to make themselves big somehow. Set boundaries. Number two. Narcissists do not have healthy boundaries because narcissists lack empathy have a strong sense of entitlement and exploit others. Boundaries are nothing. They are just something that get in the way of their goals. The more you can practice setting boundaries with the narcissist, the more consistently you are conveying to them that their tactics are not working. Setting boundaries can be very difficult 
especially if you have never done that before. Not only is it possibly unfamiliar to you, but setting boundaries with a covert narcissist can be pretty intimidating. Remember that boundaries are just a way for you to let someone else know what your values are. Consider what is important to you, what your values are, and work to create boundaries to support them. Understanding why you are setting particular boundaries can help you have more confidence in establishing them and can keep you on track if a narcissist attempts to violate or disregard your boundaries. Advocate for yourself, number three. When interacting with a covert narcissist, it can be easy to lose your voice because the patterns of interaction are so manipulative, it may take time for you to realise that the relationship left you in this place of not knowing how to advocate for yourself. Take time to tune back in with yourself, who you are, what you are about, your values, your goals, your talents. Strengthening your relationship with yourself is key in being able to speak up during interactions with a narcissist. Number four, create a healthy distance. Being in a relationship with a covert narcissist can feel frustrating and overwhelming. There are times when it can be difficult to create distance between you and that person, such as with a family member or co-worker. However, there might be opportunities for you to create some healthy distance between you and the narcissist. Limiting personal interactions, asking to be moved to a different location in your office, taking breaks at a different time, or simply cutting off contact might be what's necessary especially if you're feeling hurt by someone's narcissism. Remember, the goal of creating distance is not to hurt the person who is narcissist, but the goal is to create a protection for yourself and a space for you to heal. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today, and I look forward to welcoming you back for the next episode. Take care for now.